My dear friend in God, I would like to pass on to you what I have roughly observed about the Christian life. Generally, it seems to progress through four ascending phases of growth, which I call the common, the special, the singular, and the perfect. The first three may indeed be begun and completed in this mortal life, but the fourth, though begun here, shall go on without ending into the joy of eternity. Do you see that I have arranged these stages in a definite sequence? This is because I believe that our Lord, in his great mercy, is calling you to advance by these steps. I discern his call to you in the desire for him that burns in your heart. You know yourself that at one time you were caught up in the common manner of the Christian life, in a day-to-day mundane existence, along with your friends. But I think that the eternal love of God, which had once created you out of nothing and then redeemed you from Adam's curse through the sacrifice of his blood, could not bear to let you go on living so common a life far from him. And so, with exquisite kindness, he awakened desire within you, and, binding it fast with the leash of love's longing, drew you closer to himself in what I have called the more special manner of living. He called you to be his friend, and, in the company of his friends, you learned to live the interior life more perfectly than was possible in the common way. Is there more? Yes, for from the beginning I think God's love For you was so great that his heart could not rest satisfied with this. What did he do? Do you not see how gently and how kindly he has drawn you onto the third way of life, the singular? Yes, you live now at the deep, solitary core of your being, learning to direct your loving desire toward the highest and final manner of living, which I have called perfect. Take courage now, and frail mortality, though you are, try to understand yourself. Do you think you are someone special, or that you have deserved the Lord's favor? How can your poor heart be so laden and spiritless that it is not continually aroused by the attraction of the Lord's love and the sound of his voice. Your enemy will suggest that you rest on your laurels, but be on your guard against this treachery of his. Do not be deceived into thinking that you are holier or a better person because of your great calling 
or because you have progressed to the singular way of life. On the contrary, you will be a most pathetic and culpable wretch unless, with God's grace and proper guidance, you do all in your power to live up to your calling. Far from being conceited, you ought to be all the more humble and devoted to your heavenly Lord when you consider that He, the Almighty God, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords, has stooped so low as to call you.